Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. What's your reputation? Do you know what other people would say about you if you weren't in the room? Every once in a while at our church staff meetings, we talk about competing values. Two things that seem good, but also seem to be in opposition to each other. Things like being productive, but also personable. Or efficient, but interruptible. Just and forgiving, gentle and firm, transparent and discreet. None of those are bad, but sometimes we've got to wrestle with how the two competing values go hand in hand. And in 1 Thessalonians 1, Paul speaks a lot about the Thessalonians' reputation. They've got a good one. I mean, great, actually. And as I studied for this episode and thought about reputation as an idea or concept, I started to recognize some competing values. As believers, and I mean, especially myself being a believer who grew up in middle school girl ministry culture, you might have this value that says we shouldn't care what other people think about us. I mean, Galatians 1.10, for am I now seeking the approval of God or of man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Colossians 1.10, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him. And 1 Thess 2.4, we speak not to please man, but to please God who tests our hearts. And as we read those verses, it seems like prioritizing or caring about a good reputation goes against God's will for us. We shouldn't care what other people think. But we also read verses like Proverbs 22.1, a good name is to be desired more than great wealth. Favor is better than silver and gold. Or Ecclesiastes 7.1, a good reputation is more valuable than costly perfume. And regarding elder qualifications, we read 1 Timothy 3.7. Moreover, he must be well thought of by outsiders. What are we to make of these seemingly competing ideas? I mean, for most of us, I bet you want to have a good reputation. There's this cool thing on Spotify, actually, where the team and I can see what other artists or podcasts Join the Journey listeners listen to. And apparently, a lot of y'all like Taylor Swift. So if you're a fan, you probably know where I'm about to go. But if not, no worries. Taylor has an album called Reputation. Now hear me clearly, I'm not recommending it to you, but what I do want to point out is that our world thinks about reputation differently than God's word talks about reputation. The world and the word diverge. So Taylor says in one of her songs, you and me, we got big reputations. You heard about me. I've got some big enemies, big reputation, big reputation. You know, you and me would be a big conversation. And it's a catchy song, but the implications of the word reputation allude to things like gossip, the talk of the town, juicy drama, and tabloid headlines, which are honestly just mass-produced gossip. That's the kind of troublesome focus on reputation that I remember being warned about growing up. If that's what we're focused on, the gossip and the drama, what other people think about us, we're not honoring Christ. If we get swept away in whispers and conversations where you have to look over your shoulder or make sure your phone isn't accidentally recording, or if we're swept away with fears, anxieties, spiraling thoughts about what other people might be thinking, we're missing the point. So as we look at 1 Thess 1, and you hear me say Paul cares about the Thessalonians' reputation, I want you to think about the word reputation in a different light. You see, our cultural understanding of reputation is all about us. It's all about you, who you are, what you do, and what other people think about you. What do they say about you? But when the world and the word diverge, reputation becomes about Christ. How well do you represent or represent Christ to the watching world? Because ultimately, 
our reputation should resemble Christ's. Matthew 10.22 You will be hated by everyone because of my name. 2 Corinthians 5.20 Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. And Ephesians 5.1 Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. Walk in love as Christ loved us. Paul cares about the Thessalonians' reputation because believers are to be a reflection of Christ to the watching world. He doesn't speak of their reputation because he's found himself entangled in gossip. Actually, he speaks of it because he's encouraged. They are representing Christ well. They're explosive when it comes to being ambassadors. Starting in verse 6, Paul says, You know what kind of men we proved to be among you for your sake, and you became imitators of us and of the Lord, for you received the word in much affliction with the joy of the Holy Spirit. Verse 7, so that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and in Achaia. For not only has the word of the Lord sounded forth from you in Macedonia and Achaia, but your faith in God has gone forth everywhere, so that we don't have to say anything. Verse 9, for they themselves report concerning us the kind of reception we, Paul says, had among you, and how you, Thessalonians, turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God. Reputation is important because it's a means of discipleship. The Thessalonians watched Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy follow Christ and learned from the behaviors that marked them. And then the rest of the believers in the area watched how the Thessalonians lived and heard of Christ because of them. Our goal should never be to become obsessed or paralyzed by what other people might be thinking about us. And that's nowhere in scripture. Our identity is in the Lord, not in other people's opinions. If you find yourself, I know I can, getting swept away by people-pleasing, know that you're not alone as no temptation has overtaken you that is uncommon to man. Spend some time today praying and repent. Let your community in. Ask for help and accountability. I have a feeling your friends would love to come alongside you in this if you'll let them. Here in 1 Thessalonians 1, we do see that a good, God-honoring reputation can go a long way. Reputations aren't to be thrown out entirely. God can use them to accomplish incredible kingdom work. So today, I'd encourage us to spend some time taking inventory of our reputations. Are you an ambassador? Are you known for integrity, gentle speech, mercy, justice, grace, patience? The good news as we continue through 1 Thessalonians is that no one has arrived and God doesn't expect perfection. All of us have room to grow and we're all on this journey together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast. 